Hey girl, as we transition into fall, have you noticed some things changing in your lifestyle that maybe is not quite what you're hoping for? You're maybe staying up a little later or not sleeping well. You're starting to indulge in all of those yummy treats and cozy comfort foods. I know I am. And maybe that lack of sunlight and a little lack of energy has made exercising a little harder because I've also been feeling that too. And I've also noticed that because of these shifts, I have started to have some of my own symptoms come back. You know, some constipation starting to show up, some heaviness. We want to make sure we are getting on top of these symptoms and on these habits before they really wreak havoc and cause flare-ups and just send us back on that regression spiral. So stay tuned for today's episode. I am diving all in on three areas I am focusing on and really trying to fine-tune as the seasons shift and change. And as always, if you want more support on this journey, go over to the Facebook group. It's free and private, the Balanced Momtality Wellness and Support. Just last week, we did a post on some of the healthier, yummy, cozy fall foods that we can try. And it has a list of so many good recipes that I have already started implementing and trying out. So that's just a taste of what is over in that free Facebook group. Come join us. It's so much fun. I'm there to support you. You're there to support me. We're all here for each other. And of course, too, if this is helpful for you and you find this inspiring in any way, please scroll down to my iTunes page and leave me a five-star review. That helps it so that this information can be more accessible and noticeable for everyone out there. This is information I believe everyone needs to know. So thank you. I'm glad you're here. I hope you find this episode informative and inspiring as you enter into your fall season. Hey, I'm your host, Dr. Desiree Cassell. I'm an orthopedic and pelvic floor physical therapist specializing in women's health, aka pelvic floor. I'm a wife, mom of three, foodie, lover of all things movement in nature, and I'm super passionate about educating, empowering, and supporting other women like you to find and maintain balance throughout all aspects of their lives without pain, pressure, or peeing their pants. And this is the Balanced Momtality Podcast where we will talk about all things pelvic floor, your core, and optimizing your pregnancy, birth, and postpartum recovery, providing you with the knowledge and tools so that you can feel like the strong, playful, and happy mom that you and your family deserve. Now let's get you out of those pads and back to loving movement. Fill up your water, pop in those AirPods, roll out your mat, and let's connect. Before we start today's episode, just a quick disclaimer that anything mentioned in this podcast is not meant to treat or diagnose any medical conditions. If you have any questions or concerns about your healthcare needs, please seek the care of your medical provider. This is also a safe space where we will be talking about very sensitive but important topics, such as issues with peeing and pooping, relationships, and even sex. So if you have littles around, probably a good idea to pop those AirPods in. But otherwise, I hope you enjoy today's episode. All right, we are back with another episode on the Balanced Momtality podcast. Welcome, friends. Thank you so much for joining me. I can't tell you enough how much it means to me that you spend some of your time sitting here and just 
hanging out. I do wish we were in person hanging out, but I hope that that's how you feel when you listen to my show. I really just want this to be a laid back fun, inspiring, and informational place where you can just get lots of information and tips and just that motivation you need to go and start adding some of these tools to your life. So with that, I do hope that you did check out the last couple weeks of um, episodes as we dove into strength training. Uh, we re- I really talked about all the amazing benefits of strength training and why it should be something that you're prioritizing and adding into your health and wellness routine if you are not already. And last week also really dove in and broke down how you can start doing that to, in a way that is safe but effective and really just motivating you and encouraging you to start prioritizing that and taking away that overwhelm and fear that strength training really can cause so many people. It has been a huge game changer in my life and in so many of my patients' lives. And I just know that if you start adding strength training to your routines and really keep showing up for yourself, that you will feel the amazing benefits of it as well. But this week, because I did notice, and I know it's funny, um, with our with my last episode, I know I started it with saying, I'm going to try not to ramble on and on because I could talk about this forever. I'm going to try and keep it short and concise. And that ended up being my longest episode to date. So um, I am going to try my best not to ramble so that these can be a little more bite sized for you. I would love your input on that, though come over to the Balanced Mentality Wellness and Support Group and let me know what you think. Do you like the longer episodes? Do you want more bite-sized short episodes that you can get in in 10-15 minutes? What is your ideal time frame, mama? Because I am here for you and I definitely don't want the length of my episodes to be a barrier. However, obviously you can always pause and come back if you don't have time to finish all of the episode because I do want to shove as much goodies inside my episodes as I can for you. But today, because I've had some reflection time um, this last couple weeks with my own health and kind of feeling like I'm regressing in a little bit. And it's not even so much regression as much as I'm not really feeling all of the motivation and energy that I was feeling earlier in the year. And even though I'm still showing up to the gym, I'm finding it harder to push myself to those failure points. As we talked about last week, it's so crucial that you are pushing yourself to failure in at least one of your exercises so that you are progressively overloading that muscle and getting strength. And that's where we see that progress. And some days that's a lot easier than others. And, you know, I just wanted to come on here and share some of what I'm really trying to prioritize myself right now as we come into this new season of fall. You know, there is a reason that we feel an energy shift. The days are getting shorter. You know, we all of that lack of sunlight and it just really kind of throws off our daily routines. At least I know it has for me. And also coming with that time of year, right? Fall, the holidays, Halloween is already this month. Uh, Then we know that just 
exponentially speeds through the rest of the year with Thanksgiving and Christmas and all of the fun stuff. And it also comes with all of the yummy, delicious, cozy foods, which is honestly part of my favorite reason that this is my favorite time of year. However, I'm starting to notice already just some things that I need to kind of shift and make sure that I'm paying attention to so that I don't fall into some bad habits that I've worked so hard to really get over. And so I wanted to just have this conversation with you guys so that you can just also be aware of some of these things as the seasons change and as you know, the time changes as our schedules and routines change, as our diets may change, our energy changes, and just making sure that while all of that is happening, that we're still supporting ourselves in the best way possible so that we don't really actually regress and start to see some of those symptoms show back up that we've worked so hard to get to go away or some of those bad habits that maybe haven't even caused symptoms for you yet, but they definitely can. So let's just dive right in because again, we're trying to be concise today. So the very first thing, obviously, I just want to address that energy shift, right? Like I don't know about you, but I have felt a lot more low energy and lacking that drive. I am still making myself go to the gym. We can't always wait for the motivation, guys, because motivation does ebb and flow. It really comes down to the dedication piece and that mindset that this is a lifestyle. So yes, I am still showing up. However, it's been kind of challenging. My energy hasn't quite been there. And as I reflect back on other years, you know, there is kind of a natural cycle of this where fall, especially winter, where there's less sunlight, there's, you know, more coziness inside. And so the two things that really happen to me around this time of year is I stop moving and exercising as much as I normally do. And I also stop watching what I eat as much and I start indulging in all of the yummy cozy treats and foods and it especially last year was so detrimental to my overall health and my progress because I did gain quite a bit of weight I was depressed last winter and I was just really frustrated with myself because the year before that I was already starting to see some of those mental health changes and I was trying to change that last season last year and to some success, you know, however, I think that I can do better and I do want to be here to help support you in this shift in season and just help you shift your mindset so that we can do better as a whole. So again, I am here learning and growing with you guys. I am not perfect. I am here just trying to share all of the information I know, especially when I'm working on this, you know, this is my life. I am not pelvic floor symptom free, pain free 100% of the time. I have my own symptoms that I am getting under control. And I've had under control and unfortunately, lately have been kind of showing back up. So um, which I'll dive into in a minute. But I, you know, with this energy piece, as I've reflected, I have kind of realized another mindset to this because I think I've been fighting this natural rhythmic cycle, right? Like cycles are everywhere in our lives. Obviously women hear cycles and we think of our menstrual cycle, but that's even a great reflection, right? Every week we have different energy. It's different and we can't fight that, right? Like if we're trying to show up the week 
of our menstrual cycle and we're exhausted and we're achy and we don't feel good and we're trying to show up to all of these tasks and all of these exercise um, goals that we've set, we're going to probably fail, set ourselves up for failure, or maybe we don't, maybe we do it, but we don't feel good while we're doing it. And it might even make you feel more achy and more tired, right? It's because you're fighting that natural rhythm. And I do think even beyond that cycle, and obviously the cycle of our seasons and our earth really do also reflect the change in energy that is out there that we have access to in this universe. And I think around fall and winter, it's natural for that energy to kind of shift and lower a little bit. We had such a push through spring and summer to plan and get stuff done. And, you know, thinking about it kind of in terms of, you know, our menstrual cycle, I feel like those seasons, those four seasons really kind of reflect that, right? We've got like spring is that follicular phase where we're energized, we're ready, we want to plan, we want to make things happen. And then summer comes and we're extra energized and we feel good, we're motivated, we've got all the energy in the world, we are trying to tackle so many things. And then fall comes, which feels a little more like that luteal phase where it's kind of like, okay, I don't know, something's shifting here. I don't quite have the energy to keep up with all the things like I was. And winter hits and it is more of that like menstrual hibernation cycle. Like let's just rest and maybe plan a little bit for what's to come, but not really take as much action. And so I think that thinking of these seasons and not fighting them is really going to be what helps benefit both me and you as we navigate these changes so that we don't feel guilty if we can't keep up with all of the things, right? Like there is a shift for a reason. And I think it's good to honor that energy shift. Now, when that comes into play with something I'm now prioritizing, you know, talking about having a little less energy, a little less daylight, all of this is kind of trying and to tell your body and your spirit and your energy that it is a little more likely we need to rest a little more. So sleep, sleep is a huge thing we need to prioritize. We need more sleep. We need that sleep to make sure that we do have the energy during the day to keep up with all the things and to make sure that our body is healing and rejuvenating and all the amazing things that sleep does for us, right? Like I'm gonna and should do a whole podcast episode on why sleep is so important. It is that foundational thing that I prioritize with all of my patients. If you're not getting good sleep, there's no surprise why you're in chronic pain and why you're exhausted and why you have IBS and why you have all these things, right? Your body cannot heal and repair if you're not getting good sleep. So let's just start prioritizing that sleep. Make sure you're getting that eight hours and, you know, bedtime routines really set us up for success here. So really start if you don't have one. Um, that's probably another episode I should do is just start kind of contemplating what helps you wind down at night so that you can get a little bit more sleep so that you can wake up a little more rejuvenated. Okay, so sleep was number one, but number two that is really affecting me right now is diet um, and what I'm putting in my mouth. Because yes, as the seasons change, there is more that cozy, I'm just 
all about eating the cozy foods. As soon as it started getting cloudy and rainy here, which right now it's actually back in the 70s, blech, I'm ready for that rainy, cool fall weather again. I do have to say we are having that crisp fall air and the leaves are changing, so it is beautiful and I love it. But initially, as soon as it started getting into fall mode, I was like all in. I'm like, okay, I'm going to make green chili chicken stew. Obviously being from New Mexico, that's like a staple here. Green chili, anything, right? Like green chili pasole, green chili chicken enchiladas, green chili chicken stew, all the things. Um, so yeah, I made green chili chicken stew, which yeah, that's not bad for you. Like potatoes and carrots and celery and green chili and chicken. And it's also yummy. Um, yes, I sprinkle cheese on it. It's fine. However, <laughs> my downfall is I was also like, okay, I also want to make homemade tortillas because yum, why not? And then I end up eating like six or seven homemade tortillas. And then seriously, the next day I was like, cool, it's cozy again. I want to make some chili and cornbread, which again, chili, it's got beans, high in fiber. We love that. And me, it's great. But the cornbread, again, I had like five pieces and I, you know, my kids had a parade for a homecoming and they brought home candy and I just started snacking on this candy, realizing, you know, Halloween's only a month away and this is just the beginning and I need to just be a little more aware and intentional. And so this isn't to say don't indulge because again, I am a huge foodie and my biggest principle around nutrition is to not restrict yourself. Okay. We need to not cut out whole food groups and even, you know, eliminating and restricting sugar. We want to, that can cause a disordered pattern and a disordered relationship when it comes to food and having those yummy treats. And so that is by no means what I am trying to say here, because I do, I want you to have that balanced lifestyle, right? We want to eat the cornbread and the chili. We want to eat the pumpkin spice latte. We want to have the yummy cinnamon roll, like whatever it is, I want you to be able to have that. But we do need to make sure that there is a balance there. So as we do start incorporating those usually higher fat, higher sugary processed foods, or especially when it comes to, um, you know, issues like constipation, which really wreak havoc on the pelvic floor, especially if we have um, tightness or prolapse, we can really, really regress our symptoms and aggravate and cause flare-ups if we become constipated or if we have a really irritable gut all of a sudden. So sugary foods can do this, but also a lot of dairy, right? Like I have noticed, this is kind of why I what instigated this episode, um, I did. So this last week I had green chili chicken enchiladas and I ate them almost every day. And I will say that that cheese is catching up with me and I am feeling a little backed up. And so as we add in, you know, those foods that are higher in dairy, maybe a lot of you're adding creams and cheeses, we really need to make sure that we are also in increasing our fiber and our water intake. So definitely add the beans as a side to those dishes. Just sprinkle the cheese on. We don't need to go cheese crazy in every single layer or cover the entire top, right? Like we just need a little bit. And same thing with the sugar. The sugar can really wreak havoc on our gut. And that again, indirectly 
um, wreaks havoc on that pelvic floor uh, system. And so if we are having some of those sweets, let's just also balance that out with some vegetables and fruit. And keeping in mind, as you are increasing fiber in your diet, we definitely need to make sure we are increasing our water intake. Because if you are just having more beans, and maybe you're even taking psyllium husk or a fiber supplement, and you're not watching your water intake, you might actually cause yourself to get backed up, okay? So just make sure you are really increasing that fiber and water in your diet as we indulge in those sweets and yummy cheesy treats this year. Um, The next and, you know, last but not least thing I want to touch on today that I am trying to just, um, and again, all of these things, these, you know, three things that I am trying to prioritize are things I'm always trying to prioritize. However, with this shift in the season, I do think it's a great idea to kind of revisit these foundational pieces of our health and notice the natural processes and the natural cycles and our natural patterns that our body and our mind kind of and society and culturally, right, that we fall into and how we might need to mitigate that. Because like in comparison in the summer, I'm way more likely to crave salads. I love like, especially like a nice hefty salad with some sweet potato and egg and lots of veggies. Yum. Like I would eat that all day. Come fall and it's a little cozier and I'm like, "Mm, give me something thick and creamy and heavy. (laughs) And so we need to just make sure as we are increasing some of those other foods that we do just watch that um, fiber and fruits and vegetables and water um, piece of it. And so with that, I do want to say too, right? Like as your um one of the one of my favorite tricks and not even a trick this is just a great tip is to add a magnesium supplement in magnesium is really hard for us to get enough of in our diet and there are quite a few forms of magnesium each of them does something a little differently and so when i'm working with patients we really try and identify which type of magnesium is going to work the best for them however i'm just going to say right now that magnesium citrate is one of the best ones for any form of constipation or gut issue. So if this is something that you are trying, starting to notice that you're struggling with or getting a little backed up or things are getting a little harder to push out or you're not feeling like you're fully emptying or you're not going every day, let's add a magnesium citrate supplement in and see if that helps. Now, sometimes magnesium citrate can be a little aggressive for some people. However, I've found and I think it's because I am seeing people that deal with like chronic constipation. Um, Some of them are like, yeah, I notice a little difference. And some of them are like, I don't know if it's doing very much. However, for the general population, magnesium citrate can, um, has been reported to be, you know, a little aggressive. So if it is a little aggressive for you, then you can also try magnesium glycinate, which Magnesium glycinate is um, also does help the gut. It's a little less aggressive on the gut. Its main um, function, though, is really working more on your nervous system. It really helps lower stress in the body. It helps with sleep. And so this is another great one. I really like the glycinate because, again, we want to make sure we're prioritizing sleep. And, yeah, stress is always something that's going to wreak havoc in our body. So if we can help lower that as well, that's just an extra bonus. And, yeah, getting more of that gut health also with the glycinate is another bonus. So, again, let's maybe contemplate a magnesium supplement if you're having 
having some difficulty with sleep or constipation, stress, all of that. Um, last but not least, again, you know, again, I got sidetracked, but here we are exercise and movement. Okay. So as the times shift, and like I said, I'm kind of feeling that shift every time I'm going to the gym, I'm just like, okay, I'm here, but when can I leave? It's not giving me that, you know, I'm leaving feeling like, oh, good. Okay. I did it. My body feels good, but I'm definitely just kind of like, at least we made it. That's kind of been my mindset the last few weeks, which I'm starting to realize that some of that needs to shift. So while I am going to continue to go to the gym, as my energy is shifting and as the seasons are shifting, I do want to, again, honor that and not necessarily fight it. So what does this mean? What does this look like? So reducing the intensity can really help. I'm finding, you know, especially in terms of my cycle, which I will do a podcast episode on this as well, and kind of how you can adjust your activity and your expectations for yourself around your cycle, because each week, as we know, can be very different. Um, So reducing that intensity can help because if you're someone who's just showing up to some HIIT classes, high intensity interval classes, or they're pretty high intensity, whether it's cardio or strength training, and you're going pretty regularly and you're just feeling wiped, like it might be a good time to just reduce some of that. And so maybe you go to one less intense class a week. Maybe you don't do it as long. Maybe we replace one of those days with a more strength training idea Um, because strength training, while it is intense and you do and can burn a lot of calories strength training, um, we should be giving ourselves some rest periods in between those sets. And so um, it can be a little more gentle on the body in terms of how the body responds um, with strength. And so reducing some of that, the intensity of your workouts can really help making sure you're getting a recovery day in between guys can be huge because if you're just kind of cramming things back to back, again, our body needs breaks, it needs some time to recover and repair, especially when we've built when we've torn down that muscle, and we really need to rebuild it. Just give your body that extra time, that day in between, especially if you're finding like that second, third day, you're just dragging or you're in more pain or your soreness just isn't getting better. Those are signs that we need to just build in a little more recovery. So um, aside for, from that, what this also means to me and what I'm kind of trying to restructure for me is getting more walking in for one. Um, as the temperatures are cooling down, this is kind of my favorite time of year to be outside and hike and walk and take advantage of those cooler temperatures. And it helps that it's just so beautiful out right now with all the leaves. So let's get in a little bit more steps. Let's prioritize hitting at least 10,000 steps a day, get outside, walk around, even if it's just around your block, getting the vitamin D, getting the steps in, walking is just so great for you. And it is a great way to kind of keep the body moving without really pushing it into that state of um, stress and overload. So walking, another great thing I'm starting to try and get in in my mornings again is some yoga and stretching and breath work. So I used to be really good in the mornings, um, in my morning routine about prioritizing a little bit of gentle movement and this usually incorporated some breath work some yoga 
yoga and stretching just to kind of get my mind and body ready for the day. And as it warmed up, I just started going outside and sitting in the sunshine, which was its own like amazing thing. And, but it kind of did take away. I wasn't really doing that anymore. And now that it's cooling off and the mornings are kind of dark and freezing, I'm not going outside again, but I also haven't really started stretching and stuff. I'm kind of, I'm trying to like work in the morning when I wake up before my kids. And I have found that this is not a good idea. (laughs) Um, Again, it is not a good idea to prioritize work and all of your to-dos in the cracks of silence in your day, okay? I know this pressure. I feel this pressure, obviously, because this is what I've been doing. I've been waking up early and, oh, yay, I can get a power hour of work in, which, yes, that's still great. However, I don't want it to take place of that self-care time. And I am saying this speaking to myself, right? Because again, I'm here with you. And tomorrow morning, I have set a reminder to do my morning stretches and my breath work and just help to get my body moving a little bit more. And then I will have a little time to do some work um, before my kids wake up. And maybe I don't, but at least I kind of had that reset in my body And so again, let's just shift kind of what exercise and movement looks like for you right now, especially if showing up to the gym or exercise classes, or even if you're just doing home workouts or videos, but it's pretty like intense or you're just not feeling it, let's shift it up, you know, and sometimes we do need to switch it up where if we're just bored with something, right? Like maybe all you've been doing is walking or home workouts and it actually would be really motivating and energizing for you to sign up for the gym or go to an exercise class outside of the house. I know that was the biggest reason that I even joined a gym because yeah, I could do, I know all the things. I can do it all at home. I just wasn't. I was not feeling inspired or motivated. I had to get to the gym and feel that accountability from the instructors in my classes and my friends. And it was just, it's been a big game changer for me. So we just have to assess what have you been doing that's been working and what hasn't been working? What doesn't feel as good for you? And how can we tweak that and make it so it's a little bit more sustainable for you to keep up with as the days get a little darker, our energy gets a little less. And again, we don't want to fight that. So just start listening to your body and feel what is working and what's not when it comes to your sleep, when it comes to your diet and what you're eating, and when it comes to your exercise and movement and activity throughout the day. What feels good and what doesn't and how can we prioritize that and give that a little shift so that those three things do stay front of mind as the seasons change because it is so easy to fall into those bad habits of indulging in the sweets and laying around and not exercising and moving more but again I can tell you that this can and will increase the chances of constipation and prolapse and back pain and hip pain right like as we stop doing the things, all of those symptoms can come back. So let's just prevent that from happening by paying attention to some of these basic things. Okay. So I hope this was a little um, inspiring for you, got you thinking a little bit of maybe what area you can start honing in on or fine tuning a little bit. And hey, if you've got all three of those down and you're like, I'm getting great sleep, I am 
you know, eating great still, despite all of these comfort foods, I am still exercising and loving it and it feels great, then that is awesome. And I would actually love for you to come over to the Balanced Momtality Wellness and Support and let us know what that looks like for you. Like that's what it helps all the other women in the group kind of see what works for people and what doesn't. So as much as that group's there to say like, hey, this isn't working for me, help me. It's also there to be like, look what I'm doing. This feels great. So that other women can get ideas and try things out and also just know that like, It is possible. It is possible to feel great, have the energy and do the things without feeling so overwhelmed, without having the pain, pressure, pee leaks, all the things. Okay. So just come over to that group and definitely if you need some support, also come over there because I can help you kind of focus in on one group more than the other, give you some tips to really um, strategize attacking that part of your life and just give you the accountability that you need. So That's it for today's episode. Please stay tuned next week. We've got new stuff rolling out every week for you guys. I hope you're enjoying it so far. It's been so fun getting to chat here with you. See you next week on the Balanced Momtality Podcast. Well, that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day. I know you've got so many other important things going on, but I hope it was helpful and you leave here with some tools to help you in your healing journey. And I just want to ask you if you have found this helpful to please leave a review on iTunes. Scroll down to the bottom of my podcast page and leave that five-star review so it can help other women see this information. And also, if you want to be a part of my community of amazing women trying to balance all the things, great tips and insight and sharing stories and just motivating each other along the way, feel free to join my Facebook group, The Balanced Mentality Wellness and Support. I hope to see you here next time on The Balanced Mentality Podcast.